Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It is zero degrees out here on the river. Zero degrees. So if you've got some warmth, you can donate to Moon River Ranch. We are accepting temperature donations out here. It is cold, and I hope that you're doing great. Um, today's the Lord's Day. Of course, we're going to take some time to worship and spend time in prayer today, and I hope that you're with your people wherever you are. Um, but but this is a, a day that we're supposed to be sort of at rest. Okay, I don't know if you keep Sabbath or not. We've never actually tried to formally keep a biblical Sabbath, but the idea of having a day where you recreate yourself and you let God do some work and when you stop doing the work, uh, Max Lucado says it very plainly, if God can stop working for one day and the universe doesn't crash around him, you can probably take a day off too. You need some time to recreate yourself. Today's a, a tough day for us here, 29 January is the day five years ago that we lost um, Lisa's mom, my mother-in-law, Patty, Dennis's wife, Tata's wife uh, of 56 years. Um, and she was um, just the most incredible woman, just um, one of those people that leaves a, a mark. And when you think about the great cloud of witnesses, people who are cheering you on, there's nobody who cheered other people on more than Patty McDonald. I'm just going to tell you, if you were her hairstylist or the person who did her nails or the kid that came over to fix her computer, she was going to find out what was going on with your life and who you were, who, who your people were and what your birthday was. And if you were in her third grade Bible class, then she was going to be at your high school graduation and probably at your wedding, and she was going to know about you. And she was going to take note of you and check on you. And of all the things that make a person a person, all the good things and bad things and all of that, if you boil Patty McDonald's life down, she was a servant who loved Jesus and loved to point other people towards him. And uh, it was amazing at her funeral how many kids came who were grown now with their own families. And they said they hugged us and hugged on Dennis and, and Tata and Lisa and Jessica and all of us and said, hey, Miss Patty was my third grade Bible teacher. And, and my parents took me to church but miss patty taught me about jesus and it was just incredible so send a little prayer up um, for patty not not for patty but for us as we're thinking about patty today patty's already home she's where she needs to be Um, she doesn't need prayer anymore but we do and uh, tata i think if you spend a minute just acknowledge today in your prayers uh, that tata's and lisa and all of us are hurting just a little bit Um, and if you want to send tata some encouragement you've got many ways to get all of us i'm not sure he would love to hear from you but so today we're going to talk about one of those things that happens when something difficult happens in your life it can be hard to understand and accept the idea that God is sovereign over that moment okay there's a song by Chris Tomlin called sovereign that I remember just crystal clear like it happened yesterday a few weeks after Mitch died I when we had gone back to work and I on the way home from work one day I was in my car and Lisa needed me to stop at Publix the grocery store and pick up something and right as I was pulling into the Publix parking lot that song Chris Tomlin's song Sovereign came over the speakers on my car and his his lyrics are like sovereign on the ocean floor sovereign on the mountaintop like you're you're sovereign everywhere and whatever comes my way you're going to be faithful i know you are i know you're faithful to us god and whatever happens you're sovereign over it you're king over it you're you're the lord over it and i just i parked my car friend i'm not i'm not sure i've ever told you this before pulled my car over because i was crying so hard i couldn't see and i was like god that's not right how if you're sovereign over every moment how could we have lost my son 
right? And what happens is your eyes get prayer over time and, and focusing on the attributes of God and what you know to be true of Him. And as we talked about yesterday, like flexing those muscles of memory and movement and moving towards hope because you know who He is. That's how you get through moments like that. Like, that, dude, this moment hurts, and it hurts more than anything I've ever thought of. But I know you're sovereign over it because your meditation, the things you think about in your heart, the, the, the stuff you put in there to remind you of truth, that's how the Holy Spirit can minister and heal you and help you in those times. And from a brain chemistry standpoint, ruminating on the one hard thing can keep you blocked and stuck and in pain. But if you can zoom out just a little bit and start trying to find some other beautiful things in that moment around what's going on, the kindness people extended to you, the, the way people came together, the 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 note you got from somebody that that you haven't seen in years just saying hey i'm thinking about you heard about this i'm praying for you that all those little beautiful things start to put some little band-aids on the wound and it starts getting better and you can start seeing how god god is keeping his psalm 34 18 promise of being close to you when you're brokenhearted and in that revelation promise of wiping away every one of your tears and taking note of your life and all those things can be true at the same time and so i'm going to play this quiet time that i did uh, almost two years ago now and i thought about it last night because lisa said we've, we've been going through um something I told you the other day, something I can't talk about, but something we've been going through that's kind of one of the bigger things we've ever dealt with other than losing a child. It's just kind of a big emotional thing. We've had some disappointment and some, some people that have let us down and some different things along in the midst of all of that. And and we've just been dealing with some stuff and carrying it. And so last night as we were going to bed, Lisa said, Does, is it always going to feel so hard? You know, why does it always feel so hard? And And I said, I can't remember a time in recent years when it didn't feel that way like that life is always hard right and so when i was thinking about that i remember this quiet time that i did about sovereignty and this all these things are kind of coalescing this stuff we've been going through and and a friend we just found out yesterday a good friend of ours was diagnosed with a, a really serious movement disorder and it was a little triggering i use that in the sense of not not a not the way we usually jokingly talk about it but triggered a set of emotional responses to what happened with patty because patty was diagnosed with this progressive form of parkinsonism and it really was devastating what happened to her over the the months after that diagnosis and so when we heard about our friend this good faithful servant of the lord just a person who spent their entire life like just pouring out for other people and they've now received this diagnosis that's early and and I, and I did what I always do with glioblastoma. I just I forecasted all the medical stuff I know. And for just a little while, I forgot that what our, our friend really needs is prayer. Because like, the fact is, the medical stuff, God's going to be in control of that. And he's going to be sovereign over it. And he's going to heal that person or not. But whether or not he heals that person that friend of ours is going to need a lot of a care and affection from the great physician to be able to continue to tell a great story with their life, to be able to persevere through the difficult things, to be able to handle all the stuff that's coming, whatever happens with the diagnosis, right? For the for the marriage, for their family, for the, the people that are around them in their world, he's uh, God is going to need to show up and for our friend and all this stuff and all these different ways. And that's what we need to be praying about. We pray for healing. We pray for for protection we pray for comfort in the spirit we pray for the ability to handle the challenges that are coming along and we pray for the ability to hold up and be able to you know step into that moment with the lord's prayer on the lips of our friend and to and to allow 
the ability for the fog to clear and for the eyes to be able to see that God is sovereign over this moment, even this hard moment. And he is for you too, friend. We're going to play this old quiet time, and you'll hear me talk about lots of stuff going on. People are stressed out. It's amazing how two years ago we were talking about the same stuff we're talking about now. And so we've got two songs coming up, Cody Carn's song, Run to the Father, and Chris Tomlin's song, Sovereign. And we're just going to play this old quiet time. I'm going to get back to work. You'll, you'll get the newsletter from me in a few minutes. If you're not getting the newsletter, friend, go sign up for it right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop the player. Go to the website or go to the Substack app, drleewarren.substack.com. Sign up for free you want to get today's newsletter okay it's free I'm not going to sell you anything i'll put it there's always a link in there where you can buy books and that kind of stuff and there's paid options if you want to get access to the archive and special episodes and all that you can sign up as a paid subscriber but you need to be getting the newsletter you need to be getting the newsletter every sunday for since 2014 i've written the self-brain surgery newsletter and you need it Uh, it's a great community and it'll help you and today's is a special one that'll talk about how self-brain surgery can change the way you pray and i think it's important we're going to play this episode now i want you to remember friend no matter what you're going through you can't change your life until you change your mind the good news is lisa's going to tell us right now you can start today hey are you ready to change your life if the answer is yes there's only one rule you have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. I've just been thinking a lot lately about how many of us are, are just really in desperate need of, of some work by the Savior. Our, our lives have gotten so full and stressful, and there's so many people worrying about the... You know the situation in Afghanistan, and the, the the pandemic, and vaccinations, and and all these things are just so much stress. And I think when you're when you're stressed, you need to let the Father, you need to let the Holy Spirit, you need to let the great physician come and minister to you. And so today we're going to look at a couple of uh, three scriptures actually from the same person, all written by David at different times, and we're going to see a stress response that he had, and and one two that are difficult for him and one that kind of gets some resolution and we're going to just quickly do a little heart surgery on ourselves and before we do that we're going to listen to a song by cody carnes called run to the father uh, and then we'll do a uh, look, quick look at these three scriptures and some prayer and then we'll be we'll be uh, going out with one more music uh, one more song and we'll be done just a quick quiet time when you still yourself in the presence of the great physician let him do some work on you today uh, and as always Start that today. Here's Cody Carnes.
it's a beautiful song. You know, we do find ourselves in this situation where we keep finding ourselves stressed and anxious and just desperate and we don't know what to do and we forget that we have a heart surgeon. We, we have the great physician right there with us. And it's so easy to forget or to, to think that we've gotten ourselves finally into some situation that he can't or won't help us with, right? That's one of the one of the tricks of the devil is to say, well, yeah, God might have helped you last time with that, but you know, not this time. This is too, this this one's too hard. This one's too big. This one's too much. Well, let me share with you three scriptures. They're all from the Psalms, and they're all from David. There's three different times that David encountered this notion that he was done for. He was hosed. He was cooked. And David had a, a favorite thing that he liked to say. He would say, "I'm going to go down to the pit," or in the Hebrew, "I will go down to Sheol." I will go down to the grave. Like he kept in his mind, he would see himself basically being so sorrowful or so stressed out so worried that he might as well be dead. He was just going to go down there and, and be like those who are in the grave. Psalm 28, 1, he starts off by saying, God, don't turn your ear from me. If you are silent to me, I will lose all hope like those who are silenced by death's grave. Or another translation, he says, I will. if you're quiet to me, I will be like those who go down to the grave. I will be like those who go down to the pit. So he's, he's saying, I can't hear God. This situation, God doesn't seem to be with me, and so I'm just going to die. I'm just going to be down there and wallow in the grave and be like everybody else down in the pit, all the dead people down in the pit. There's another place, Psalm 143, 7. Answer me quickly, Lord. My spirit fills. Do not hide your face from me, or I'll be like those who go down to the pit. Here he is again. It's so dark for whatever David's going through right then that he can't see God, even though God is still there. He, it, it's so dark. God, It's like God, he, he thinks God has turned his face from him. So now here in 28.1, he thinks God's not listening, not speaking anymore. Here in Psalm 143, he thinks it's so dark that God's not even willing to look at him, not willing to turn his face to him, and he's just going to die. And so sometimes we just get in that situation. Well, when we are in that situation, we need to let him minister to us there. Because the truth is, was understood by David again over in Psalm 139 when, when he was feeling a little bit more hopeful, when he decided not to give up, when he decided to remember that all those previous times when he thought he was host, he wasn't actually host. And look what he says here in 139. Where can I go? Apart from your spirit, is there anywhere I can go to escape your watchful present? If I go up into heaven, you are there. And if I make my bed in the realm of the dead, you are there. Another translation says, if I go down to the pit, you are there. So get this. Here he's recognizing that even if he does go down to the pit, Jesus will be there with him. Even if he goes to the top of the mountain, Jesus will be there. Even if he's in the storm, the Lord will be there with him. There's no situation and no time and no place when the Spirit of the Lord won't be with you. Paul brought this home in the in the New Testament when he was like, there's no height or breadth or depth or, or gap or anything that can separate you from the love of Christ. There is no place, friend, that you can go where you will be alone. And the interesting thing about these three passages is Psalm 28, 1 happens before David remembered that in Psalm 139, and Psalm 143 happens after David remembered it. So don't beat yourself up. If you get this right some days and other days you forget and you're desperate again and you feel like you've lost him again. It's even David did it, right? This, this condition that we have of of struggling for hope is terminal. We won't ever get it right until he redeems us and we get our frailties and our humanness stripped away from us and we get our redemption bodies. That's the only time this is going to be right. So we are going to struggle with this. 
And in the meantime, while we're struggling, let him be the heart surgeon for you. Let him do help you through that self-brain surgery thing. The only part of self-brain surgery, by the way, that you do yourself is submit to it. He does the rest, but you've got to lay down and say, hey, open me up and fix this thing in my in my mind. <laughs> help me get this right. That's the only part. You have to consent to it. You have to decide for it. You don't have to do the work, so don't beat yourself up. Just remember, there is no place you can go, friend, where he's not with you. There is no pandemic. There is no global war on terror. There is no economy problem. There is no disease. There is no relationship issue. There is no occupational situation or financial strain that you can get yourself into that he won't be there with you. There's people on the prayer wall right now. They're dealing with homelessness and infidelity and marriages that are that are struggling and, and children that are separated from their parents and grandparents. And there's drug addiction and abuse and and spiritual situations happening. There's there's pastoral abuse and there's uh, verbal and physical and and relational abuse happening in marriages. And in all of those situations, I just remind you, Jesus can get there if you let him. Your heart needs a surgeon, friend, Father God. Don't let us forget who you are and that nowhere we can find ourselves is without you if we'll just take our hands off our ears, take our hands off our eyes and listen and look and you will be there. We need you, Father. We desperately, desperately need you. And we need to remember that you are sovereign over all our situations. As we said before, you're sovereign over dead armies. You're sovereign over uh, axe heads that have fallen into the river. You're you're sovereign over how much oil is going to come out of that jar. You're sovereign over the walls of the cities, the hearts of the kings, the behavior of the bees and the flies and the the animals. You can send a fish to swallow up a prophet. You can send a fish to bring a coin to pay taxes. There is nothing that's impossible for you. You are sovereign over all of it. Help us to have that heart surgery today that we need to remember that you are there with us no matter what we're going through. We're going to listen to Chris Tomlin sing about sovereign Father, about the fact that you are sovereign over all of it. Help us to remember it today and help us to start today. But the truth is tonight that God knows where you are right now. He knows where you're sitting. He knows your name. He knows everything about you. He loves you. He has an amazing purpose for your life. Whether you even know it or not, whether you even believe that or not, He loves you. And He knows where you are. He knows where you are in life. He knows what you're bringing in this place. And you can cast your cares on him tonight. He is sovereign. He is near you tonight.
slash prayer if you need prayer. Friend, no matter how hard it gets, no matter where you go, God is sovereign over that moment of your life. He had it planned. He's not surprised by it. Take your hands off your eyes and your hands off your ears because he's right there with you. You just have to remember. You have to turn to him. Let him do that heart surgery on you. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this and we're always with you. But you have to start today. God bless. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.